Well, there is some good news and some bad news from Restaurants Canada. When we look at the state of the sector right now, they released a report this week. Uh, the good news, you know, they project a total food service sales going to reach $110 billion by the end of the year. That's up from $100 billion last year, $95 billion in 2019. However, costs are also up. Ingredients, insurance, wages, making it harder to turn a profit with one in three restaurants operating at a loss. 34% were operating at a loss as of uh, this March compared to 7% before the pandemic. 17% said they were only breaking even compared to 5% uh, before the pandemic. So there's uh, there's some positive and there's some negatives yeah, here. Tracy McGregor is Restaurant Canada's Vice President of Ontario and joins us now. Tracy, appreciate the time today. Thank you. Good morning, Devin. Overall, how would you say the industry is doing in Canada right now? Well, I would say that we're an industry searching for balance. Um, Yeah, I mean, we're seeing numbers. 51% of operators are operating at a loss or just breaking even. And and yet we're seeing those those sales numbers going up. And, And there is a desire from consumers to, you know, return back to the restaurants. We're seeing for the first time comfort levels again with dining in. Um, since the pandemic, so some good news here, but we're adjusting, we're adapting to the aftermath of the pandemic and, and a tough economic climate. I mean, they came out of closures, they came out of restrictions, uh, record debt, and then into double-digit inflation in almost every line item on their P&L. It's been, you know, one thing after another. It's it's kind of um, it's kind of incredible. It really is. And I mean, uh, consumers have been, they understand and they've been out there trying to support their restaurants. I mean, every restaurant you lose takes away a little bit of a vibrancy of a a downtown main street or, or, you know, a downtown city core. Um, They really do contribute to their communities and it's, it's where we all gather. They're an important part of Canadians' lives. So when we do look at that positive, I mean, there is the nice growth, which is kind of, uh, you know, important to, to to deal with any some of uh, some of the issues that are currently at play. Well, you know, it's a good news bad news situation. I mean, our sales are up, and that is good, but it's not translating to the bottom line because of that inflation and guest counts. And if you adjust those numbers for um, population growth and for inflation, we're actually still nine percent below pre-pandemic levels in terms of real sales. Margins have always been tight. Um, that's even more so now, and hence the mm-hmm. one in three operating at a loss. Um, what are you hearing uh, from some some of your members? Well, you know, it's heartbreaking. They're doing everything they can to, uh, you know, to try and, and ride this out and get back into that balance. And, you know, I mean, they're, they're waiting tables. They're, um, you know, busing. They're... Uh, they're they're doing all of the things, um, you know, and then doing administration and wearing all of their HR hats in the evening. So, it's it's a tough time. Um, we're we're definitely seeing some some tired operators, but you know what? They have a passion for it. That's why they're in it. And uh, the whole point of this report, it's 80 pages, and it gives some expert advice on consumer trends and ways and things that you can do right now in real time to help them return back to profitability by taking advantage of some of those trends. I want to get to that advice, uh, some of those uh, recommendations in just a sec, but for the, are, are there certain types of restaurants that are really feeling the pressure right now? You know, I'd like to say it's just one kind of restaurant, but the truth is we're seeing it across um, all scopes. 
Um, just because of those line items, I mean, if you look at cooking oil going up 40%, I mean, you can address, adjust your menu for, you know, proteins going up, dairy, some of those things. But it's really hard to adjust when, when one of your main um, things that you need is going up at that kind of degree. So, um, and of course, the, um, the smaller restaurants that are full serve, they, they're feeling uh, even more pressure. So in terms of uh, how we can find some of that balance, what can we be doing here? So, I mean, there's some some interesting trends that are coming out of this that operators can take advantage of. One thing that we're seeing is, is for instance, breakfast. Uh, the morning meal has become um, more of a, a trend. We're seeing more people going out for breakfast. So, you know, expanding your, your morning uh, menu and expanding into the lunch hour um, with some of those breakfast items is, is one way to do that. Um, the younger set really like diverse tastes and they want to experience things. So things like tasting menus or uh, bundled menu offerings that include a, a appetizer and, and uh, a dessert, that kind of thing would come into play. Offering incentives on return visits, um, that daily special. Uh, and frankly, like digitizing menus can be a big thing because you can take advantage of overstocks or um, things that you're able to get a, a special on. Why is it breakfast, do you think, that people are really uh, uh, going for right now? Well, there could be a number of reasons. I mean, the work from home could play a little bit into that as well. So where the lunch used to be, the the meal that you gathered at to do meetings, uh, people are fresh in the morning, so sometimes that can play, and they're they're doing it in, in the places that they're working from home. Um, some of it can be, frankly, we love going out to eat. Like as, as a as a group of people, we really do like going out to dine, and and things are expensive right now. So for some, you know, that morning meal generally is is a little bit less money because you're not you're not buying wine. You're you know you don't necessarily have the appetizer and the dessert. So it shifts things, but it's an interesting opportunity. It's interesting for sure. Is this something you think the sector can can weather here? I think we I, I think they can weather it. I mean, this is really meant and we as an association and this report are committed to helping operators through this. And, and you know, frankly, we're also lobbying for relief. That's what we do as an organization. They need some inflation relief. They, you know, they really uh, something needs to change in some of this to get over this hurdle. We need a bit of time. So we've been talking about the SEBA extension. I'm sure you heard a lot of that, those loans they took out, which were only one of many loans that many of them took out. Uh, things like payroll taxes, you know, they're, they're not looking for handouts, but just some relief from inflation to get through this. Do you do you get the sense that, uh, you know, government is receptive, is kind of listening to some of these, this, these recommendations, this advice? Uh, I think we've had some with government on some of the opportunities that we put forward that that may help the industry and and we're getting some good conversations around that um you know governments are looking a little bit at austerity budgets as well i mean they're they're pinched um as well but they do know the importance of these small businesses to communities all across um, our province and all across our country so um they're they're committed to working with us to find some solutions so that's that's a positive we will uh, follow with interest. It's quite an interesting, interesting report. Uh, Tracy, appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's uh, Tracy McGregor, Restaurant Canada's Vice President uh, for Ontario. Um, the, the turn to uh, breakfast is an interesting one uh, for sure.